Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Monday edition. I hope all of you had fantastic weekends and are ready for what promises to be yet another wild week in the United States of America as Donald Trump will face his uh, being turned in at the uh, Miami courthouse on Tuesday just down the street from where Buck Sexton lives. So uh, Miami now going to be the center of the political universe. We will discuss the latest on the charges being brought against Trump as well as the continuing fallout there. But a lot of different things. Uh, Gavin Newsom sits down with Sean Hannity for an interview. What is his angle there? Trans uh, athletes, that is men being able to compete against women. In the wake of Leah Thomas, Gallup's got a new poll. They are collapsing uh, Ron DeSantis is the new Grand Wizard of the KKK, according to the people at the Tony Awards. Vivek Ramaswamy firing back at CNN. He has been very good when he has been on CNN. Bill Barr weighs in with Shannon Bream on the impeachment and uh, the latest on the Daniel Penny case. Also, mask required at the White House for college athletes. A lot to discuss, but we begin with the continuing fallout uh, of the Trump indictment on federal charges that was uh, released on Friday. And I want to play this cut, Buck, because to me, the number one story right now is when is this trial going to happen? And then we can analyze the legality surrounding it. I was going to remind everybody, you were out last week on vacation. You called in, but... Here we are now with your first, you know, you're you're stepping, you stepped off the hiking trail to weigh in before, but now you're kicking us off with analysis on this. And obviously there was a ton, a ton of takes on this from folks over the weekend. So now we're getting to weigh in more, more fully. Let's listen to Jack Smith, because to me, the, the, the most essential question about this case is what will the time frame be? Jack Smith, not surprisingly, wants this to happen as quickly as possible. Listen. It's very important for me to note that the defendants in this case must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt 
in a court of law. To that end, my office will seek a speedy trial in this matter, consistent with the public interest and the rights of the accused. Okay, Buck, so here is, I'm going to tell you basically, if I was Donald Trump's defense attorney, here's what I would be thinking. I read the entire indictment on Friday when they released it. Um, and here is what I would be thinking. If I were Donald Trump's defense attorney, I would be, first of all, I don't want this trial to happen until after the 2024 presidential election. So my number one strategy, if I were advising Donald Trump, would be delay, delay, delay. That means you challenge all of these different aspects. In, in particular, is his own attorney's testimony against him permissible, right? Is this a part of the so-called crime fraud exemption that generally applies for attorney-client privilege? Uh, I would take this as far as I could in terms of the interplay between the Espionage Act and the Presidential Records Act, which is going to be, I think, a major legal issue that must be resolved. Uh, I would certainly combat all of the inclusion of much of this evidence that I could uh, to the utmost degree, because I want to hold this out for as long as possible. Now, I want to be honest with everybody. And and by the way, 800-282-2882, if you want to weigh in and ask questions. I don't necessarily want opinions, but smart questions. This is far more serious, Buck, than anything that was alleged in New York. And whatever defense you want to offer of Trump, and I think the best defense is these allegations do not rise to the level of destroying 250 years of United States judicial history to charge a former president and the leading candidate to potentially become president again for these issues is, to me, indefensible. Having said that, Buck, Trump behaved recklessly here. He could have easily managed to not turn this into a federal criminal indictment. And when people out there, uh, I want you to listen carefully to me. My biggest concern as I read all of this is Trump allowed himself to get played by his adversaries in the federal government. I don't think it's fair. I think it is clearly politically motivated. But all Trump had to do was turn over these documents. And this would have gone away, Buck. And that's what is particularly frustrating to me is this was a ham-handed and reckless activity without substantial benefit to Donald Trump or anyone who supports him. So uh, a few things come to mind with all this. One is, let's just, you you often uh, talk about the timeline, Clay. If he is able to delay this, we would be in a situation where you would have the leading Republican candidate in a position where if he were to win, he might be able to Pardon himself from federal charges that were yes. pending during the election. It is also noteworthy because there's a real possibility that that um, delay will not be. We, we don't know. It is in a judge's hands, a Trump appointed judge who, you know, some had said was a little favorable to Trump um, when it came to the initial special master appointment. For those who recall back last summer at Mar-a-Lago, um, Trump's legal team made motions that there needed to be a special master to separate, you know, a napkin from a golf yep. course where someone wrote a nice message to him from something that's allegedly classified. 
The judge ruled, this judge, Eileen Cannon, ruled initially in his favor, and then I believe uh, she was, in that regard, overturned uh, on appeal that the special master Correct. was going to do all this. So is she going to be favorable to the delay? We don't know. If it's not delayed, Trump has already said, so, so we're going through the ifs here. If it is not delayed and if he is found guilty, and that's a big, even under the circumstances of this, all you need is one juror, and you could have a handful, who just says this is clearly a political hit. Yeah. It's a political hit. You know, Clay, to your point about the legality of it, and, and I, I brought this up um, on, on Friday before you called in, if the federal government, and there have even been books written about this, if the federal government decides to come after you, I mean really go after you, go through all of your taxes, go through you know every wire transfer you've ever made, they're going to get you. Um, yeah. Taxes is the easiest way they usually can, unless you're Hunter Biden, and that goes to the double standard component of this. But I, I think when people have seen bullcrap charge after bullcrap charge stretching back for, what are we going on now, seven years, there's a sense that, okay, so now they, you know, they, they, it's like a cop who tails you forever and then finally gets you for failure to signal. It's like the law is the law. Well, are you really trying to serve a higher purpose of justice or are you just trying to be, um, hyper officious and use it to attack somebody, right? So if it is before he says he will stay in the race, even if found guilty. Yeah. Which sets up another fascinating possibility here, which would be presidential candidate possibly in prison. Again, I, I who, who knows? We, you, you, right? You never know what a jury's going to do. I feel right now like a jury's not going to convict on this, but I don't know. I, it, let me, that's good to point out. This case is in Florida. Uh, if I'm analyzing it, I almost entirely would make the case, and I would be making this case publicly as much as I can if I were Trump or I was Trump's attorneys. This is an illegitimate prosecution. If I were in Miami and I were potentially seated on this jury, I would vote not to convict Donald Trump of these charges because I think the precedent being set by a conviction is so supremely awful for our country. So there are a lot of people listening to us right now in South Florida. I believe I'm correct, Buck, and you may know better on the actual jurisdiction is this just Dade County jurors? That is people who, you know, Miami's a big sprawling area. Um, in terms of who is seated on this jury, I'm not an expert on that. I know Buck Sexton could be one of the jurors called in uh, in this case and would be rightly and quickly excluded, I think, from being able to seat on, sit on this jury. Can you imagine uh, the reaction of somehow I mean, you Should I go down and jury? stand outside the courthouse with like a trench coat and some dark sunglasses on and uh, report live from the courthouse tomorrow? Because it wouldn't be I hard think I, th- I think I think you should go down tomorrow and report live from the courthouse like we had Allie. But I would vote. To, there's a jury nullification element here. And if we presume, let's say I think I'm correct in this. I think Ron DeSantis narrowly lost uh dade county right but the larger miami area i'm not sure is it the city well, of miami, miami dade miami dade is the county and he right. won he won miami dade right but is there a miami city also that yes. has a different precinct he yes. narrowly lost miami city what i'm saying is the jury pool if it's all of miami dade county which i believe it is let's say that it's roughly going to be 50 50 right like somewhat akin to a 50 50 jury I think there's likely Venezuelans and Cubans listening to us right now in South Florida who would say, I am not going to convict Donald Trump for president, uh, for, for these crimes. Look, I think it's going to be really hard to get a conviction. Most of, I could speak with some experience here, 
most of the COVID refugees from the Northeast down to Florida are two-time Trump voters. Yes. And a lot of them are in places like Miami-Dade now. So you have a very different jury pool. Look, if it's interesting because there's strategy involved here, too. If Jack Smith had brought this charge in D.C., every one, I would be sitting here. But can I just also say, you know, we got a little bit of heat for saying, guys, I think the indictment's coming. I think because I because we knew it was coming. Right. I mean, yeah. we're just telling everybody we the talked truth. off air, as we said yesterday, like I was actually concerned because I had that trip to the, yeah. to the Smoky Mountains scheduled for for several months that it was going to right. happen like it did right the, while I was out. The indicators were there, and I, you know, there were some folks who were like, oh, why are you talking about this? It's not going to happen. No, because it was going to happen, and we knew it was going to happen, and now it did. So for anyone who was doubting us on that one, can I just say, we're just trying to tell you where, you know, what we can see that is probable or almost certain. Um, and, and in this case, if it were in DC, I think a conviction would be almost 100%. certain. Never yeah. know, but it would be almost certain. In just because of who lives in D.C., it is 95 percent Democrat. Democrats aren't going to care. This whole thing is a political prosecution. That much is obvious. So the politics of the jury pool are effectively determinative. And now when you look at Miami, okay, now we're talking 50 50, basically based on the jury pool political affiliation. Now, there are some people who are saying, though, this is because Jack Smith thinks Again, from his perspective, from the special counsel, Democrat, hatchet man perspective, that by getting a conviction in a 50-50 district politically, um, it is even more damning. And therefore, he that this shows the strength of his case is what the special counsel advocates are saying. They're rolling the dice on this one, right? Because yeah. uh, I, if, if I were him and I was just trying to do the political hit job, I would do it in D.C. I don't think he could have brought the case in D.C. The, the more and more I look at it, Buck, every bit of the indictment that he lays out originated in Florida. I think that's I think they're trying to spin it well, as this is how confident he is. But the way I they do it, plays, it has to do with the espionage act because the initial classification authority is the federal government seated in D.C., that's how they can get around that by saying you have, you know, if you're if you're stealing documents that relate to the national defense, they can usually make a case. This is why all the Espionage Act cases are in the or in D.C. or the Northern District of Virginia, because that's where a lot of the, you know, the, the classified agencies operate. I think he believed and rightfully, in my opinion, that this case might well get removed to South Florida. I also think, Buck, he's going to bring charges related to January 6th in dc to to your point well yeah yes i think that's probably true um i think the trump team if it had been set in dc would have had a very strong case for a venue change would they have gotten it but if he had gotten a venue change right out of the gate that looks like you got to think of the optics of this right the political nature of it oh you're trying to get him in dc and a judge admits that that's nonsense it needs to be florida that would have factored into the perception of this of this too but it's look, it's a political prosecution. I mean, part of this, Clay, do you see all the people over the weekend who are like, we don't even know, like, what could people what could people have seen in these boxes? Nobody saw anything in the boxes. And Hillary had her emails over an open server and no one has any idea whether they were hacked or not. And they made this whole case that, well, we can't prove anyone got access to the hundred plus, you know, top secret documents that she had. So no harm, no foul. It's got, you know. 
it's got to go both ways. I mean, there's the political witch hunt component of this, but there's also the, the double standard part of it, which I think you addressed right away. That's the one. You just can't get around that. You can't get yeah, around. And, and so far, Buck, I said I thought they'd bring the charges against Hunter. Uh, so far, it hasn't happened. I know. Kind of like the system is rigged, Clay. Yeah. Just saying. It's a rigged yeah. system. Oh, no I'm going to buy you, I'm gonna have to buy you like many stakes, I think, if, if it ends up being the Hunter thing. I'm, I'm not super confident in that position anymore. Because they've now done this, it'd be so easy. And as I've said, okay, I, we, we got to run to a break here. Yeah. 800-282-2882. If you have any questions or any specific legal thoughts on this, we'll put it out to any of the lawyers out there, any of the prosecutors out there. What do you think? Um, but uh, the Hunter thing, we'll see if they make it go away or not. If you own a small business like a restaurant or a bar, you likely employ anywhere between five to 500 people. That puts you in a position of qualifying for an IRS refund as part of the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Innovation Refunds is a company helping businesses just like yours and has already completed over 17,000 returns. Their website, GetRefunds.com, is where you get started. Speaking of bars and restaurants, Innovation Refunds has teamed up with John Taffer, the host of the popular Bar Rescue Show, to help restaurant and bar owners understand how they can find out if they're eligible for the ERC tax credit. Go to GetRefunds.com. To start the process, and you could be on your way to receiving money for your business. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They may be able to help your business, too. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com, or download the app from the App Store today. Again, GetRefunds.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Since 9-11, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the Foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. 
That's T2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a preborn network clinic, they welcomed her and supported her and provided her with a free ultrasound. Kelsey heard her baby's heartbeat and she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. You know, one thing I thought was uh, really interesting over the weekend, we're going to get to some of your calls here in a second with any questions or, you know, if you want to weigh in on the on the legality of this. And I think one of the reasons we're trying to focus on that aspect is we all know that this is political. <laughs> so so we don't we're all on the same page. It's a political hit. They're they're going after Trump again. The brag political hit in New York was a joke, but this one this one might actually do some damage. Um and and we'll talk more about that. There's still Georgia to look at and and how this all affects the election. Um so we'll get it we'll dive into all that momentarily, but Clay, I, I just thought this was um this is remarkable. So the Biden White House still has for athletic co- collegiate athletic weekend yeah, or crazy. something. You know about this. The Biden White House, folks, has masking and social distancing, social distancing guidance in effect for collegiate athletics weekend for the unvaccinated. This is a this is now this is a religious belief for people who think that space aliens are going to land and the world is going to end every year, and we're in, like, year 20 of it, and they still don't care. You know, next year, the space aliens are going to land. Fauciism has rotted their brains. These are among the most athletic and healthy people in all of America. They are college national champions. And for those of you who are not aware, if they are visiting the White House, which would be a cool thing to do if you were a college national champion and you have not gotten the COVID shot, you have to wear a mask, and you have to still adhere to social distancing. I mean, it's crazy even by crazy standards. We'll take some of your calls next, 800-282-2882. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, if you're with them, you're overpaying. Switch to Pure Talk right now. Save your family over $900 a year. Right now, get unlimited talk, unlimited text, ultra-fast 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's coverage, phenomenal. They use the most dependable 5G network in the country. Here's how you sign up. Use your cell phones. Grab them in your hands right now. Dial pound 250 and say the keywords Clay and Buck to get unlimited talk, text, plenty of data for just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's amazing U.S. customer service team. They'll make switching super easy. And when you make the switch, you'll be picking and choosing a veteran-owned company that cares about keeping jobs in America and saving you money. Again, from your phones, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, Unlimited talks, text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talks. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We've talked, Buck, and I think this is the important part. 
and and if I could encourage Trump to look larger than himself. After he was indicted, he came back to Mar-a-Lago. He gave a speech in after the New York indictment. And it was very much focused on him as the victim. And I understand that. I understand why it's frustrating to Trump to be targeted like he has been. But if Trump can build a larger story here, and the larger story is the awful precedent that is being set after 250 years as a country not doing this, basically. Now we are charging political opponents and trying to put them in prison for the rest of their lives. The precedent is set. Trump, Buck, you were just telling me off air, has now put on Truth Social. What did he say? If he gets elected, what happens? This is from Donald Trump on Truth. Now that the seal is broken, in addition to closing the border and removing all of the criminal elements that have illegally invaded our country, making America energy independent and even dominant again, and immediately ending the war between Russia and Ukraine, so a bunch of things he says he's going to do, I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the USA, Joe Biden, the entire Biden crime family, and all others involved with the destruction of our elections, borders, and country itself. This is the presidential equivalent of an eye for an eye, my friends. Trump is saying if I win, it's going to be more than just a bad election day for the Biden. Sorry. No, it's self-evident. This is where this leads. And I don't disagree with Joe Biden, with Donald Trump's response here, because even on CNN, uh, we've got a cut here. Where they're talking, remember, uh, the FBI has had the Hunter Biden laptop since December of 2019. And on CNN, they even had a commentator saying, what in the world is going on here? Listen to this as we have clearly two forms of justice here. Donald Trump gets the book thrown at him for everything and Republicans in general. Meanwhile, Joe Biden and his entire crime family, nobody does anything. Listen. Sarah makes a great point about the Hunter Biden investigation at DOJ. This is preposterous. This has been pending, according to our reporting at CNN, since 2018, five years. And this, by the way, this investigation is not the laptop. This investigation is a tax issue. Did Hunter Biden declare his income? And a a sort of obscure gun law. Did he possess a gun while he was addicted to drugs, which you're not allowed to do under federal law? Did he lie about that? But five years, I mean, that's a five-week investigation. Somebody, and this spans the Trump administration and the Biden administration. Someone's got to make a call in this case. I don't know what is going on, but it, it's beyond anything I've seen before. I'll tell you this, if if, Hunter, if uh, Joe Biden loses, Hunter Biden's going to prison. <laughs> I'll well, tell you that this much. Is, That's well, he might actually benefit, Buck, because the statutes of limitations may oh, run out right. on the charges right. that they yeah. want to bring well, against him, which I think is part and parcel of this two-tiered justice system that we have. And that's why I would like for Trump to make this a larger indictment of the system that has been created. I would like to write a speech, Buck, because he could come out on Tuesday. I believe he's going to speak at Bedminster after the uh, arraignment in Miami. And, Buck, he could come out and say, this is, this, these charges represent a fundamental rejection of everything that Joe Biden claimed to you, right? He said he was going to come in as someone who united the nation, as someone who would return normalcy to the country. Instead, he has engaged in the most direct attack upon democracy, 
that has ever existed in the history of the United States. We've never seen this before, yeah. Buck. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I thought that the, I just checked it, the statute of limitations, even on wire fraud, federal wire fraud, it's only five years. Mm-hmm. I thought it was 10. Some, the statutes differ on, you know, there are some, sta- you know, there's no statute of limitation on murder, for example, no statute of limitation on, on treason. Um, there are a range of crimes, but so it seems to me that actually now that I'm looking at the math and thinking about it, when was the last thing that Hunter Biden would, is it, is it 2018? So they, they just can run the clock out. And then they can say, yeah, we're we're handling this. Sorry, we can't do anything about it. Yeah, right? I think that's clear what so, they're, so they're doing running the clock point. Yeah. 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 And and to the point, I mean, just use this as an example. Jack Smith Buck was appointed in November and has now brought charges, what is it, eight months later, in a fairly convoluted investigation without substantial precedent relating to a former president of the United States. Eight months. They can't figure out Hunter Biden. They've had the laptop since at least December 2019. The, the, the case itself has been open five years. Here's why the Hunter Biden, the Hunter Biden reality. Now, well, actually, there are a few things. One is, I think part of the slow roll and the, the whole effort here is to just make it about Hunter and not look at the connectivity between Hunter and Joe and the money flowing into the family because Hunter Biden being a screw up and all those things, people will say, oh, and and Joe's his dad and he loves him and we can forgive and forget what Hunter did. But it's really about the Biden crime family. So point one for them has always been to prevent anybody from understanding the full scope of the Biden corruption and that it directly implicates the guy sitting in the White House. Right. That's that's been a big part of it all along. And now I think what we're seeing is by running out the statute. um, So now actually I'm feeling better about my stake bet, Clay running out the statute of limitations on Hunter, uh, these crimes that they're talking about, we're talking about things like uh, tax evasion, wire fraud. This is easy stuff. This is why everybody who gets nailed on this takes a plea bargain because it's just the numbers on this screen. It's the reality of the banking transfers. There's not really a lot to discuss. And so the fact that they've slow rolled this, right? this isn't a super complicated at least some of the charges that are already on on uh on issue but what they've done is they've given hunter the system deep state however you want to describe it apparatus they've given hunter the political benefit of we're not gonna prosecute a sitting president's son for this stuff we're just gonna run it out that's what it seems like right now and i think that's particularly enraging to people because that's the approach with hunter biden with Donald Trump, we have the exact opposite, which is get the most extreme charges you can from as many places as you can to do anything you can to stop him from not just being the nominee, but winning. I mean, it's going to be a close. No one thinks this. I think it's not going to be a close race in these states between Trump and Hunter. I mean, uh, sorry, Trump and Joe. Uh, Trump and Hunter would be interesting, too. I wonder, Buck, on some level, whether there's a behind the scenes discussion going on with Joe Biden where they are saying, if you agree not to run, we won't charge your son. And that is the way that the Democrats get Joe Biden to leave, but they make it look like it's a voluntary choice as opposed to some sort of... Because because I'll who, say this. Who, who has that? Who is the mafia don who has that sit down with the sitting president and says... You step down, or we're gonna we're gonna charge your son. Like, who does that though? Right? Well, I is mean, it, it, that that's the question of: Do we really think 
that the the powers that be in the Democrat Party want Joe Biden to be the candidate. And and let me say this too, Buck. I thought because if I were mapping this out and I was Merrick Garland, I would want charges brought first against Hunter Biden. Let it marinate, let it last for a week or two, and then you bring charges against Trump. And I think you would have diluted a lot of the ability of Trump to attack the uh, two-tiered yeah. system. Now it will look too little too late no matter what, right? Now, now it looks like even if you do it, you're just trying, oh, but we the, the, the two-tiered justice system isn't real. No, we know it is real, and, and so it's less effective doing it this way. I think that's definitely the case. And so I wonder, that makes me a little bit apprehensive about my idea that Merrick Garland was going to bring charges against Hunter Biden, too, because the time to do it was before you brought charges against Trump. That really right. was. So uh, just one one thing that I keep thinking about here is on the Biden. And let, let's come back. There's the Gavin. You know, Sean did a sit down. I don't yeah. think the full interview aired. So it's so going to be Sean on Hannity tonight. did a uh, there was a teaser out from the interview. And look, I'm, I'm going to watch. I really want to watch what Gavin Newsom says to Sean. So I'll be watching that. Um, but uh, the whole Biden gets pushed aside thing. Here, here's why I, I see it as I'm still I'm very confident that he's still going to be the nominee. Here's why. If if it's Trump, Democrats are absolutely convinced that Joe Biden is their best option and that Joe Biden will win. Now, that doesn't mean, before anyone sends me an email, that's crazy, that they're right. They thought that, and I was at CNN when this was going on, right? They thought Trump was the perfect candidate for Hillary Clinton. Yes. And they were wrong. So it's not to say, to point out the Democrats want Trump doesn't mean that Trump can't beat Biden, but it is to say... I think they believe that their best matchup is Trump-Biden again. I, I don't think there's any doubt in their minds on that one. Unless Biden, you know, has a severe health issue that they can't hide anymore. Yeah, and look, I wonder too, so many Republicans' natural reaction is anger and to line up behind Trump. And that's why we've been asking so many questions about would you pardon him if you're the nominee? We asked Ron DeSantis on this show Vivek Ramaswamy, I think, is the only candidate who's come out and said 100% that he would, and credit to him for saying so. I wonder how many people out there listening to us, though, Buck, just have an immense amount of Trump fatigue, right? Because when you're fighting a battle over presidential classified documents, you're not talking about the border as much. You're not talking about crime. You're not talking about all of the failures that Joe Biden as president has put in place Instead, you're talking about Donald Trump and battles with the Department of Justice. And I wonder how many people listening to us right now are just like, this story's never going to end, right? Uh, because now you got New York. Now you add in Miami. I think you'll end up with D.C. I think you'll end up with Atlanta. All of these spiraling different investigations, the discussion is not what Joe Biden is failing doing. It's about Trump and his legal peril. And I wonder how much of that weighs in as people make their decisions about where, you know, going to vote. And I certainly think it weighs in with independence. We talked last week. What do we say, Buck? It's moms in the suburbs that are going to decide this election. Are moms in the suburbs like, oh, now Trump is charged in Miami. I'm definitely voting for him now. I, 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 I don't know. I find it hard to believe that your average mom in the suburbs is all in on Trump as a result of these charges. As we get older, guess what? You end up like Joe Biden with no testosterone in your body, no absolute spine, no fortitude, no vim, vigor, vitality. It's why he works only three or four hours a day. Maybe you need some more vim, vigor, and vitality in your life. How about some chalk daily supplements? These are all natural testosterone. You take them for 
just a little while, and your testosterone level will go back up 20%. Uh, do you know male testosterone levels down 50% over the past 50 years? Why not go and put your body back in its natural state by getting hooked up with chalk? Lab tested, all natural. Get started today online at choq.com. I wish there was more testosterone in the Biden family and in the Biden White House in general. I wish Democrats had a little bit of testosterone. Maybe then they'd recognize, hey, you know what? These dudes pretending to be women doesn't make sense. Get some real testosterone back in their bodies. 35% off chalk subscriptions for life when you use my name in the purchase process. That's Clay, C-L-A-Y. Go check out this website right now, choq.com. My name, Clay, 35% off. It's chalk.com. My name, Clay. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Find every podcast as they're released and listen. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. There is a great evil taking place in our society. Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken. Preborn is dedicated to saving these precious lives. And every day, the staff members at Preborn Clinics rescue 200 babies and help women in crisis by sharing light, love, and a free ultrasound. That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture. You see, when an expectant mother meets her precious baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, she is twice as likely to choose life for her baby. Would you join me 
and preborn in rescuing babies' lives. One ultrasound is just $28, and for $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds helping to rescue five babies' lives. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck, sponsored by Preborn. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Thanks for being here with us, everybody. We um, are going to be talking in a few minutes here about the um, Daniel Penny situation in New York City, uh, something that a lot of us are still very uh, focused in on. But uh want to take some of your calls. We also um, want to uh, have you hear this. This is the, the promo clip of the Hannity Gavin Newsom interview. And look, we approach these things with fairness and with principle. I'm, I'm surprised, but credit to Gavin Newsom. He's willing to sit down with an actual conservative and have a conversation. Most libs won't anymore. I don't, I mean, I gotta assume Gavin Newsom would come on this radio show now. So that raises some interesting ideas. Um, we oh, should that's probably, a really good idea. Yeah. I think we should probably, right, folks. Okay. If we have him on, it'd be an interesting conversation, right? We'd, We'll ask him the tough questions. Like, how does it feel to be single-handedly destroying what is like a, <laughs> you know, geographically a gift from God, uh, that being California? Anyway, here's Newsom and Hannity, and on the issue of Biden and any plot behind the scenes, play three. Do you think he's cognitively strong enough to be president? I, I have conversations with him all the time, yes. And I'll tell you what. You do. I'm dead serious about that. I've convers- I've talked to him when he's been overseas. I've been in Air Force One, Marine One. I've been in the limo with him. I've spent time with him. Okay, but you never answered my question directly. How many times is your phone ping a day people saying you need to get in this race because they agree with me that he's not up to the job? Uh, that was, I see where you're going with that. I'm job. asking. No, I, and I'm not answering. Gavin getting a little squirmy there. I don't, you know. He, by the way, question. he loves he loves that question. Can we be honest? He wants he wants that question asked all the time because it goes to how Gavin Newsom is the savior of the Democrats in his own mind. Yeah, look, I I was on Friday talking about that with Sean. They played that clip, and I reacted to it. And and my take on it is first of all the fact that Gavin Newsom wants to go on with Sean Hannity. To me, Buck is a sign that he is trying to keep his name as as widely distributed as possible as a potential candidate in 2024. And uh, and I don't think that's coincidental. And all he had to do was say, oh, everybody knows I'm supporting Joe Biden. It doesn't matter what people might say privately. Maybe down the road that'll change. How, and maybe we can return to this later. I don't want to get, because I want to get to a couple of a calls. We've, every line's lit, so let's get to our callers here. But just, just a thought out there. If, if Biden stepped aside, how do you have Gavin Newsom step in front of Kamala Harris, the first black female vice president as a Democrat. I just, how do you do that? I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying that would be, there'd be some political acrobatics on display. I think to she's get that just one such done. an awful candidate, Buck, that that is how it would happen. Yeah, right? Like that's she what we thought about smoked. Joe Biden. He's an awful candidate, too. I, I'm not yeah. even sure the Democrat candidate. I don't know how much it really matters. Um, all right, Frank. In Texas, got some thoughts about what we're talking about. Frank, what's up? Hey, I have a question for you guys, and it kind of like ties in, I guess, into everything. Donald Trump is a very smart guy. He's known from day one how much he was going to be viciously attacked for everything he did and everything he said. Why do you think 
that he's acted so rogue in some situations, knowing that the left is just waiting for him to slip one iota so he can be dragged through what he's being dragged through now. Mm. I think it's the single most important. Totally get it. Thank you for the call. I think it's the single best question to ask. If you know, and Trump does, that every single thing you do is trying to be used against you as a way to be attacked, why would you create this kind of risky situation where, Buck, I don't see a big payoff, right? Risk-taking is about analyzing. Okay, I might lose, but I've got, I can make 10x or 20x, right? What's the payoff here to Trump? He gets to keep a bunch of old documents that nobody cares about, by and large? He thinks he had the authority to take him, and no one was going to tell him that he didn't have the authority, apparently. I mean, I think that's I think that's what it comes down to. He just if anyone else has a theory on this one that's, you know, rooted in in reality, I'm curious because the problem he's going to have, it's not so much that he took the documents. They're coming after him legally on he wouldn't give them back. That's right. And it makes no sense. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.